Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, no, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes open, they asked. He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash, so I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? they asked him. I don't know, he said. John chapter 9, verses 6 through 12. English philosopher Francis Bacon said that consistency is the foundation of virtue. If we are all over the map and we can't keep our word, and if we're flaky in doing what's right, then how can we truly be virtuous? Character that is not consistent is not true character at all. Looking at these things from a different viewpoint, English playwright Oscar Wilde said consistency is the hallmark of the imaginative. I think Jesus probably agrees with that sentiment, and while consistency of character is crucial, this means that we maintain our character and not that we are always stuck in the same routine, doing the same things over and over again. Here is Jesus, almighty God made flesh, with unlimited divine and creative powers. Why would he ever want to do things the same way more than once? This is the same God who gave us over 350,000 versions of the Beatle. It's safe to say that he is more creative than he's not. Jesus heals blindness many times throughout the Gospels and in various different ways. Sometimes he just speaks a word and the healing happens. Sometimes he lays hands on people. Sometimes he drove out a demon first. Once he even spits directly on a person's eyeballs. Sometimes the healing came in acceptable ways, sometimes it came in strange ways, but either way, the healing came. In today's verses, we see one of the weirder ways. Jesus spits in the mud, cakes it over the man's eyes, and tells him to go wash in a specific pool, and as he does, the healing comes. Allow yourself to be shocked by the story a little bit. God Almighty saying, here, put my saliva-drenched, filthy mud concoction on your eyes, and you'll see for the first time. Why do it this way? Words would have been much easier, much more hygienic. There's no obvious answer. Some have suggested that in this story there's a connection to the creation account in Genesis, where God made man from the dirt. And then like he did back then, Jesus is creating something new out of the dirt, new eyeballs that have never worked before. In the Old Testament law, it's suggested that spit is associated with being ceremonially unclean, making Jesus' actions even stranger. Why use an unclean method to bring healing? The simplest answer to all of these questions is simply because he can. Because God doesn't always do things the same way twice. Most of us might know this experientially, but God is infinitely creative and can create new eyesight in any way that he wants. And if he's using an unclean method to do so, it's because Jesus, being God, reserves the right to redefine how God's word is applied, which he often did in his ministry. Jesus heals using this method because he can, and he actually doesn't owe us an explanation on anything. Don't put God in a box, we say. We actually say it so much that it's become a cliche that uh, we might not pay much attention to. But cliches often become cliches because they have at least a ring of truth to them. God is God. 
and we should not expect that his work in our lives will always look exactly the same. It might not look the same way as last time. He is infinitely creative and infinitely powerful, and the most important focus should not be on the methods that he uses to work in our lives, but in the fruit that those methods bring about, whatever it looks like. Ten minutes after the mud washed off this man's face and the eyes were opened for the first time, the man would have had zero care for the method of how it all came about. Today, take some time to ponder the various seasons of your life that God has brought you through and different ways that you've seen him answer prayers and work in your lives. What have you learned most through the different methods and seasons that God has used to teach you and to answer your prayers? 